0: Ah, hey, hey, it's a Friday, a few minutes past nine. Thank you so much for having us on. My name is Sia and this is Untapped Talents right here on CliffCentral.com. You cannot get it twisted. You can already feel it in the air. It's a Friday. Everyone is slightly chilled. And of course, hashtag Cliff Central turns one tonight. So what else could go wrong? Nothing. This day is inevitably great. Can you stumble over that word again? Inevitably. There we go. We got it right. So thank you so much for having us on. Uh, this is quite a cracker of a show. And I'm very excited to get into conversating. Now that's not a word. <laughs> Conversing with these guys. There we go. I think the Friday has just got me too much. Um, I'll be talking to a band that goes by the name of The Citywide later on the, in their show. Uh, they're this four piece rock band based in Pretoria and they started just last year really. It's, uh, been a year and a bit because they started in January last year. And so they'll be joining me later on in the show just to chat about, uh, their career thus far and how they found it and what's so exciting about them. And then, uh, first and foremost, though, uh these guys are very, very interesting because I was even reading their names and I was like, no, they go by the name of Fatoons, which is not the case. It's Patoons. Uh, they're animators. Uh, they come from Patoon Studios, which is a content creation hub that provides multimedia services such as animation, graphic designs, music productions, basically you name it, they do it. Um, the studio is well known for its web series uh, titled Chronicles of Hip Hop, which I definitely have to ask them about because I was watching it on YouTube. And there was a lot that I could go on for. Um but you know that that series has really received a lot of great success with diffusion on platforms, um, you know, getting TV coverage and on magazines, etc. etc. And also winning a few naughty badges as well. So that's very, very exciting. And that is Untapped Talent this week. So if you do want to get in contact with us, uh you can always tweet us at CliffCentralcom or at C underscore SF, or you can uh, send us a message right on, uh, Cliff Central, our official account, uh, on WeChat. So you just tap connect and then message to show. So are you ready? Let's get this started. We're going to get the conversation going. This is untapped talent on CliffCentral.com. All right. So first and foremost, my guests are in the studio. They, uh, are Sian Dasmisi. Oh yeah, yeah, what's what's He's up? so chilled and so ready for the day. He's <laughs> like, Yeah, just come at me, bro. And Shimani Applegreen. Yes. Okay, so Siander, I'll I'll you know, I'll address you formally. You are an animator and you call yourself the three D Assets guy. Yeah, nah, I mean, yeah. But then when I come across a name such as Shimani Applegreen <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask like what musto can happen there. You're an executive producer, but like is that your government name? Uh, like if I go to Home Affairs, yes, I will um, find.
1: Um, Twana by the way. Okay. Yeah, my my name
0: is Shimani, Moketi. apple green. What does Shimani mean?
1: Uh, like a boy, Musimani. You
0: know, oh, like a young boy Okay, yeah, got it like young um, boy. Okay, so it sounds kind of exotic Because I thought it was all creative and made up You are in the creative field after all <laughs> So that's quite cool Listen, let's talk about the your individual parts Before we talk about Patoon Studio uh, Let me start off with you, Sianda Where do you come from? What's your backstory? Uh,
2: well, Mina, I'm, I'm from uh, Soweto, Putia North mm-hmm. And uh, basically lived there my whole life Um, Studied uh, varsity at city varsity. That's where I went to varsity at. And I did animation there. Basically, animation is something I loved from an early age, you know? Yeah. As, as a kid, I, I'd always like draw young doodles, young comics and stuff. And yeah, they, like they'd always see them in the house. My aunt would actually read them and like follow my stories. Yeah. Type thing. Like she'd sit and like, Oh, is this the main character? Is this the hero? What, what? And then, you know, it kind of boosted me to like keep doing it and keep doing it. And then by the time I was in trick. Uh, career choices time, and I was like, No, I want to do animation, you know. Ah. So, yeah, my parents were down, they were like, Yeah, um, were just gone.
0: always like a natural creative artist guy? Like, you were the guy, even when you were seven, eight, nine, with yeah. Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon, yeah. Like, I'd read, yeah. like,
2: I'd read, draw <laughs> the characters and stuff, you know, Pokemon characters. Yeah, I had like car- coloring books that my mom would buy for me, yeah. Then, like, I stopped coloring started drawing instead you know
0: so basically i would have hated you in school because i remember those guys in school who would redo like a pikachu (laughs) and then they give it to the teacher just to be cool ah okay so okay that's very very cool and your family supported you 100 percent when you chose an unconventional path such as animation
2: yeah they were down because it's like it's something i've been doing you know like i do it in the house just for fun you know yeah just comic comic strips for fun so when i said i wanted to do it they were like okay cool
0: yeah. Yeah. What was it particularly about animation? Because you know, it's one thing to almost spend your Saturday mornings as a kid watching cartoons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Or like then when you get old, you get into the Simpsons. Yeah. And you know, South Park. South Park. Park yeah. yeah. Boondocks and stuff. But, but animation per se. What was it about that that really got your interest going? I
2: just, I just liked I, I just liked it, I guess. And back in the day, it was before like we had. Um, DSTV, uh-huh. which gives us like 24 hour cartoons. So <laughs> like cartoons would come to an end at a certain time, you know, they'd yeah. always end. And then, you know, I'd, I'd just redraw from imagination what I saw during the day or in the morning. Mm. And then it just became a thing, you know.
0: But aren't you glad you didn't grow up in this time where you do have, you know, images, cartoons, 24 seven, where almost everything is given to you. Yeah, whereas yeah. back then you had mind yeah, and you freedom had to ima- and, imagine exactly, you and imagination. To, yeah. Yeah, do you do you feel like creatives or young kids these days are slightly altered with their mindsets versus back then? Um,
2: yeah, I w- I, w- I would say so, I guess.
0: Yeah. But honestly,
2: it depends on a person, you know. Uh huh. It depends on a person. You can always see something, like see something on TV, and then use that to inspire yourself to imagine something greater, you know. Yeah. Like use it as reference. Yeah. So it's it's a win win, you know.
0: And then where do you start with such? When you walk into your very first animation course, straight after school? Yeah. Like, do they go, this is a pencil, this is a pa- pa- piece of paper, now get going?
2: Uh, yeah, the first lesson, well, the basically it's just drawing. That's what we did yeah. when we started. It was just draw and then meet other people. It was actually a chill, chill vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. We met other students there. Um, I met Brian. He's also part of cartoons mm-hmm. as well as KK and Taps, uh, part of cartoons as well. Yeah. Taps though did, uh, multimedia and then KK was also in animation. So we were all like in it was the a same. Nice click yeah, yeah. We just met and then yeah, competed drawing styles. Uh this guy draws better than me. <laughs> I gotta up my game now. You know, uh, KK is so dope with concepts. Damn. You know, yeah. I gotta, yeah. So it was, it was like that.
0: Well talking about a nice uh appropriate click, uh Shimane also here, the executive producer at Patoon Studio. shimane what's your backstory? Where did you grow up?
1: Yo man <clears throat> my story is hey, it's it's another one, man. Um okay, originally I'm from Maf town Mafeking. King. Uh huh. So came here to work around two thousand and six, you know. Because um there was no um School for music, there and whatever. Oh, were you into music? I was into music, you wow! Know, but but I was a creative when I was uh, growing up, I also did drawing and whatever, yeah. So, but now, um, my passion really lied in music, okay, you know. So, I came here, I went to study, you know, and then you know, somehow. It, it was a Were well, you studying music? I was and studying, studying? music, Okay
0: You know What sort of music? What's what? Pro, Producing like a okay. You know, hip-hop Like your Timberland type of thing <laughs> You know, your Tweezy you Okay know.
1: Yeah So well, What happened was I got a job at SABC mm-hmm. um And uh, as a sound operator You know, working at the desk Doing um, live shows and stuff Wow Yeah, so I happened to Um um go work at Movango mm-hmm. sometimes. So I met up with a guy called um uh Rafael. Okay. He's, he's the Tandasa son in Movango. Yeah. Yeah. So we we became friends and then he knew what what I was doing because I was Doing basically a lot of things, you know. So he came to me because I was doing uh, visual effects for you know, when people Hold up, hold deception. up, hold.
0: there's a gap here somewhere. There's a bridge <laughs> we need to go over. So there Shimani grows up, he realizes he's a creative. Yeah, that and could, he liked expressing himself.
1: Yes, that I could basically if I put my mind on something,
0: yeah, I could achieve it. So what was know? it about that you just loved being able to um, having a voice? I love I Loved having a voice, yeah.
1: I grew up as a, a quiet person, so I would express myself in the things that I would make.
0: Ah. Uh, yes. You're not so. one to say a lot of words. No.
1: And a lot of people around me know that, you know. Like yeah. I, I would be there by the corner, you know, Googling how you make a website. Yeah. How you make people disappear on TV, you know, green mm-hmm. schemes, those sort of stuff. Very inquisitive. Yeah. But I think that's a
0: very good thing and and an important trait in someone who is in a creative field and a space. You need to be able to observe. You need to be able to see things not just at face value. And question everything that you see. You know, that's oh, why your I, teachers must have loved you then You were always the one who was trying to interfere Who was trying to counter what they were saying You know, yeah And
1: I would see faults in sometimes in what they're saying
0: Like what? Like, how can you see a fault in like Theorem of Pythagoras?
1: Okay, not that deep. <laughs> Okay <laughs> Yes, but yeah, man So we met up I met up with this guy We became friends So yeah. he came to me one day and then he showed me a drawing that uh, Stembiso
0: uh, did for
1: him. Okay, for
0: the website that I was. Stembiso is one of the team mem- team members Jeez. at Patoons. Yeah, Tatoons yeah Brian Bringo. Okay, he's the main illustrator. He's the main illustrator. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So um, I asked him, okay, um, who did this for you? He said a boy of mine. Okay, and then I said to him, okay, can I meet him? Mm-hmm. So I even forgot about it. The next week. He calls me up, I was still doing the boom uh at Movango, some some scene and then lunchtime he he comes. Yeah. He calls me. Here's Bringo. Oh, so I talked to Bringo, so and then Bringo was like, Okay, I'll come tonight. Okay. When we got there, Bringo comes with two other friends. Yeah. Guess who he wraps up with? <laughs> Sia and KK.
0: Okay. So this is how the Platoon Studio crew is slowly forming. Uh-huh.
1: Within a month, they were, we were eight.
0: Wow! Yeah, yeah. Now, Siander, what was your nine to five back then? Were you still studying?
1: Uh,
2: no, I was actually freelancing. Okay, freelancing, and then uh, yeah, linking up with Ste, uh, with both the Brian, mm-hmm. and then we just like uh, doodle. We'd make comics. Okay, cartoons, comics. It was yeah, it wasn't moving animation. It was just like stales, and they were like yeah, funny. We pu- put them on. Facebook and
0: Twitter So you guys really came together Just out of like the love of animation Did you, or did you like sit down and go Listen, let's have a plan We're going to call ourselves platoons This is what we want to do Or was it really just the love
1: Um, You know <laughs> no, okay. one has no, well, okay
0: <laughs> With cartoons, how part-toons started uh-huh.
2: Basically it was uh, Brian's thing like, um, Just sketches, funny sketches And then he made one which was like for Valentine's Day.
0: What was the What were these sketches from? Or were they like satire, looking at what's happening?
2: Yeah, looking at basically uh, everyday everyday life, okay. like basic basic life, people's lives and stuff. Yeah. So, the comic consisted of a guy, right, and and his girlfriend, and then mm-hmm. he's like, "Guess what I got you for Valentine's Day?" Yeah. And the girl's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't believe it! What is it? What is it?" You know, like closes her eyes, and then he's like, "Okay, you can open them." Yeah, and then it was the pa, you know, you know the pa thing, the hand thing,
0: basically in your face. Yeah, in your face, yeah.
2: pa. And then that's about it. And then yeah. the chick
0: got angry, and that's how the idea of platoon started. Yeah. Okay. So they, they,
2: it became more and more doodles after
0: that. And where when about was this? What year? I'd say probably late twenty
2: twelve, twenty thirteen, lap.
0: And, and then late 2012, late 2013, what was your vision back then? What were we going to do? I wasn't there then. Oh, you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Shmanu, you weren't there. <laughs> I you wasn't were, there. You were still somewhere in the SAPC holding equipment for it, sound. You know, You're like I'm just rolling with the whenever, places here. You know. Okay.
1: And then it happened that I happened to meet up with this team that's, that's really out there. You know, and they, they're very, they have that, that energy. Yeah. You know, like, I can't even sleep. Okay. Well,
0: our offices are in my house. I can't even sleep because they don't sleep. They are in your space. <laughs> so it's not like, hey, you guys come in at nine, leave at five. Yeah, it's they
1: live there now. We're living there. Ah, sort it's of, the no, Thug no, no, no. Mansion. No, Thug Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> we call it
0: Thug Mansion, yeah. That is yeah. so sleazy. I just think of you, Hefna, and Herpes. Okay, we'll move past that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, and then, again, I realized that, you know, um I've been trying to to do this alone. Okay. You know, but now it makes more sense with these guys doing in individually doing what I've been doing, mm-hmm. so I can um, give them the facilities, you know, um, um, whatever they need
0: to um,
1: help them get where we need to get. Okay, do you understand?
0: I, I I'm still so fascinated at I can see the natural passion that's coming from you guys. Yeah, But yeah. I want to see how that molds into the business side of things, because I'm sure you, Shimani, were not like, yo, you guys can always just. Sleep at my house and we'll call it the Thug Mansion. You just like <laughs> eat my food and that's it. When did it actually formalize and when did we start making proper, you know, channels into formalizing everything into a business?
1: Um October last year.
0: Yeah. This is after like months and months of just Thug Mansioning and out and just chinchilling wherever.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, well, how the Thug Mansion thing came about was like we, we'd work from Shimi's house because… He's got the equipment. He's got like a nice Wi-Fi setup. So like everything's there for us. Uh-huh. And then like we go there on weekends, and then like be at home during the week, or like go there during the week and be at home on weekends. But over some times like yo like why not just be there? You know, just just be there. Get beds. Get like start buying groceries. Buy food for the crib. Clean buy, the house. Yeah, clean dishes. the house and. Just, just make it home because oh, oh, oh. we there for so long. I don't that
0: know. It, it, it's my so many kudos home. on you because I'm already just taking off. No, no, I know. But
1: anyway, we were kind of like forced into it. Yeah, because now, uh, the, uh that's when we started the chronicles. Mm-hmm. The chronicles when
0: it was the chronicles of hip hop of hip hop, and yes. it's chronicles with a. K-R-O-N-I-K-L-E-S Yes So it's like Kardashian vibes Putting a K on a C You know mm. <laughs> You never thought you'd be compared to the Kardashians Didn't you? Yeah Exactly no, no. Okay so you then got onto the idea of Chronicles of Hip Hop Yes uh-huh. And
1: how it came about was that um I went to go sleep I was tired from yeah. work And then uh uh Stembiso and Tweezy
0: You know Tweezy right? Yeah. yeah, uh, well. Tweezy, who's Dumelo Matebula. Dumelo Matebula. Yeah. We need to also get onto these AKAs. Yeah, like, yeah. Everybody has an AKA. I feel like oh, just yeah. going by the name Sia Sangweni Finn isn't cool enough. But anyway, okay. Yes. Alright,
1: so Tweezy actually produced, um, um, uh, a whole bunch of songs in the levels, um, AKA album. Yeah. And then he's been producing for a lot of cats in the industry right now. So him and, uh, Stembiso, they, they, they were like, uh, sh- um, just Fooling around 3am in in the morning Wow And you can imagine the noise And I have to still go to work And then um, When I woke up in the morning The cartoon was there It was already uploaded On uh, um, the On YouTube Really? So And then All of a sudden Later that day It got like a thousand views Alright We were like Okay because so this we were, is
0: when you sort of knew We might be on to something yeah.
1: yeah Because we were Trying to work on something at that time. Yeah. Yeah. We had, but a, yeah. it hadn't really started, you know. Yeah. But this one was picking up. Yeah. Already. Now, and then, um, it was called the Chronicles of KO. Yeah. And then. KO, the hip hop artists. Yeah. Yeah. And then people liked it. And then we were forced to do another episode.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Met up with them. The, another one. Okay. Alright, so we saw that.
0: And was gaining traction. Yeah. Episode by episode.
1: You know, so, and then the, the next thing we get a, a gig for, 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 for viewing, viewing the thingy at the awards. The South African hip hop. South awards. Af- Yeah, this, mm. it was like, okay. Was
0: that the same year, uh, Tweety was actually nominated yeah. as a producer that, of the year? That's yeah. a, Well, talk, talk about a glorious <laughs> year then. Uh, uh,
1: so yeah, man, it just ex- escalated from there.
0: Yeah. You know, what does such success mean to you after, you know, the long nights, the sleeping at 3 a.m., the having random people all stuck together in one house, um, after your peaks and pits? What does having such happen to you now mean to you?
1: Um, you know, I've been, we've all been trying, Mm -hmm. you know, we've been trying, but now when something like this pops off, um, it motivates you even more. Even uh, although it gets rough, yeah. But that's just the fuel to work even harder. Mm-hmm. Because today we didn't even sleep. You know, now our our marketing guy yeah. was supposed to be here. Is there preparing um, stuff for MTV? Mm-hmm. They wanna show it there. You know, and um, a lot of channels now wanna work with us. You know, and now we're just trying to absorb it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we're at a space where we want to do a good job with our clients because now we're getting clients now all of a sudden. Wow. We want to make uh, every project a good project. Yeah. You know, so we're there now trying to get our,
0: you know, balance so the reception is being good though, yeah. as well right yeah, yeah. because often what creative people you know often you know confront is that their vision or the story that they want to tell and the idea that they have sometimes corporate might say no that's too risque or no that's not, not anything we'd support but now you're getting a whole lot of corporates actually siding with you and encouraging this mm. yeah that must be that must be a good feeling
2: It is. it is actually it's like it's, it's awesome and uh I don't know if you've seen yet, but we're moving on to a bit of like live action.
0: Okay. What does live action mean specifically?
2: Uh, it means uh, <laughs> actual people, not 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 animated. Yeah. So we've got a bit of live action content. Like
0: uh, Wallace and Gromit. Is that no, live no. action?
2: Live action would be like generations,
0: basically. Like people, actual people acting. Actual people yeah. acting. Yeah. yeah. So it's not animation anymore. Okay. It, yeah, you have to take it slow. Let's okay. try and explain <laughs> this. Okay. Okay. Well,
2: <laughs> the thing is... With us all gathered up there in, in, in that space, there's a lot of, like, creative ideas that come. All like, right. It's insane. Like, with with our recent episode, we had Isolo Today.
0: Isolo Today. Yeah. Isolo means yesterday. Yeah. Today means... Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, Isolo Today,
2: which is, like, news, basically. It's, it's the a, news. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's our version of the news, of what's current and happening, mm-hmm. but within, like, the hip-hop scene, basically. And yeah. uh,
1: With uh, an element of animation there.
2: Yeah. With... The All episode right. that's that's out now. That's so now the
0: premise of the episode to my understanding is you're bringing the news with like snippets of animation. Yeah. yeah. See, if I'm getting it then I know you're getting it. So <sighs> let's jump on together. Now let's try to understand what animation is. Live action is.
2: Live action is, is actual actors behind the camera, like on, on the camera. That's what live action like, is.
0: Is that like actors in front of a green screen? Yes. Yeah. Ah. But it's, yeah. Do but, I do I at least get 40%? I'm sort ah. of understanding now.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll negotiate <laughs> it
1: after, after the show.
2: It's just it's just, it's just basic acting. It's just actors. Let's just just okay. say that. Okay. It's just people acting. Yeah. And like not animated stuff, but All just right. people acting. That's what live action is. And then and we, we're moving more into that now, but we're still keeping the animation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: The idea behind that was to broaden the people's perspective about us, you know. So yeah. That we're not only about animation. We're not only about music. We are about visual visual effects, mm. um, video tactics, editing, you know, yeah. what we could uh, supply to
0: the client. You know? what's mo- most important to you about telling authentic South African stories? You know, we see the boondocks, we mm. see the south parks of the world, and you know it, it's great. But yeah. they, they talk about things that are happening in their countries. Yeah. They talk about Bush when he was at his prime and making mistakes because that is what is happening mm. in their country. And not to say that we shouldn't be interested in that. Mm. But I think to us, to us as well, when you have a rap in South Africa like KO who gets more than a million views on YouTube, mm. now, okay, let's see how he's parodied and let's see what he does when he's supposedly at Sun City and he doesn't feel like going, jumping <laughs> into the water. Yeah. yeah. Mm. How, how important is it for you to tell South African stories? Um,
1: it is because, uh, our, our market is yeah. South Africa. Yeah. So we, they must relate to, to our content. You know, they must relate. That's why, um, um, that's how you can grow. Yeah. You know, you can't talk about Obama when you're in South Africa.
0: Yeah. That type of thing because it's, it's being done. And the yeah. good thing though is that we are supporting our own. Yeah, know? yeah. And yeah. are you you guys happy and, and proud of that?
1: Social media, like you know, I had this thing about social media that uh, you know I was used to the old type of thing where it has to be on TV. Yeah, but it surprised me, you know, like wow, it actually works. This YouTube thing works. <laughs> this YouTube thing works. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I, I've been having like I've been growing mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. You know, I'm the oldest there, I'm like 29 The oldest uh, is 24 The youngest is, is 24 The oldest Yeah, the, the youngest is probably like 23, 22
0: yep. Talk about untapped <laughs> talent, talk about budding youngsters Okay, that's nice and good yeah, yeah, so
1: you can imagine my mindset So like I've been that guy
0: that's that's that
1: wants to do things the old-fashioned way Yeah. So they came with, with that new perspective
0: yeah. You know, it's almost like opening a whole new world really.
1: It is like a whole new world.
0: And you not know, the truth yeah. of the matter is I can already, already see though. You guys are well on your way to going on then conquering and so I'm absolutely proud and kudos on you guys. All the best for the future, hey. Yeah, so listen, man. talking about social media. I your YouTube channel is very very active. What's the name and where can people catch you guys?
2: Um it's uh, just just search cartoons. Uh
0: that's YouTube? PH Double A T O double O N Z. Yeah, T O O. T double Yeah, yes. yeah T
2: double And, uh, yeah, you should find it. I think yeah. it's, it's the only one. Like, and oh, face, of course. <laughs>
1: Facebook, <laughs> Facebook, cartoons, <laughs> and then Twitter, at cartoons. At
0: cartoons. So listen, I also have to bring this up. Final, final thing. Yeah. yeah. There's So Mbepe, aka Bringo. Mpeche, mpeche. Mpeche, aka Bringo. There's Tapewo Motla. Mola. Mulacheri. Yeah. Aka TAPS. Yeah, yeah Taps. Then, <laughs> then there's Tumelo Matebula, aka Tweezy. Yeah. And why does everyone have an AKA? Like, is, okay, <laughs> is well, it necessary
2: to work? The, no, the thing with AKAs is, um, uh,
1: they're all crazy.
2: Yeah. And then, but like the thing is, we, we also musical. So those are like our musical AKAs. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like, everyone there pretty much raps. <laughs> so you guys have to give me your cool step now. C.S. ya fin, aka your A.K.A. Yeah. An A.K.A. for you. Yeah. Uh,
2: like, what if
0: I were to become a rapper now and be like, yo, what should I call myself? Sizizo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. On that note, Sizizo is signing out. This is Untappd Talent. Sian recent Shimane Apple green. Thank you guys so much for stopping by this morning. Yeah, thank you. It's a pleasure. I can only just wait in anticipation as to what you guys are going to go out there and achieve. So that's...
2: We've got more stuff coming. We've got, yeah. Check, check the YouTube. There's a lot (laughs) of content there. There's music, there's live action, there's animation. We've, we've got cartoons, music, we've got cartoons, cartoons. There's a lot, there's a lot of stuff happening. All the best. Of stuff
0: Watch all the piece. best. Thanks for having us. Straight after this, I'll be talking to Fred and Chris from the band The City Wild, but before that, let's actually debut one of their songs. It goes by the name of Flat Plains. This is Untapped Talent. That was music from the city wide. It's titled Flat, uh, Flat Plains. There you go. I do not know what just happened there, but it is something. Okay. And they are now joining me in studio. So from the band, it's Fred de Milan. Yes. Did I finally pronounce it correctly? It's uh, French. Close it enough. De French. De Melé. De Melen. De Melan. De 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 yeah. yeah. Do you know Ev- what?
3: everyone? I think uh, I get it wrong. So, so don't don't feel bad.
0: Listen, it's just confidence. Confidence is key. Just call yourself French and you're already cool to many people. Sure. And then Chris DeVette as well. Thank you yes. guys so much for coming in this morning. Sweet, awesome. thanks. Alright, so uh Fred, you're vocal and guitars, and then Chris, you're bass for the band. But then there's also Zan Fish who guy who are also in the band but yeah. who aren't here this morning. So kudos on them as well. You're like you guys are like Infancy. Your your band is in its infancy. Yeah. It has just formed in Jan 2014. Uh, it's been like a year and a few months now. How's yeah. it been going?
3: It's been good. Um, yeah, it's actually been been great. If I if I speak to a lot of of bands who's kind of started about the same time. Um, we've had some really awesome shows and good feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song that's, uh, that's just played
0: flat Plains, uh, flat Plains, is, yeah.
3: is starting to, to do really well. And, uh, yeah, having a, an awesome time, I must say, um, as a now four piece, um, mm-hmm. the sound is also really starting to come alive and, uh, we're kind of finding our feet. So it's, it's, we're definitely not kidding ourselves and haven't retired, uh, from it you know some real jobs um just <laughs> don't yet. put it like that okay um, <laughs> being a
0: rocker is a real job yeah
3: <laughs> but uh but but we're getting there loving it definitely
0: but listen this is one of my interesting things with musicians i just feel like yes we use the terms alternative rock to try to encapsulate you yeah. but do you feel like you adequately you know encapsulate alternative rock because yeah. i feel like that's sometimes limiting when you're in the studio and you just have you know a melody in your head or you want to express yourself some way it's not about the genre anymore it's yeah. just about the expression in the music
4: yeah definitely especially when a lot of my friends are like what what genre are you playing yeah then they're all like are you rock what and like did you just have to listen and tell us what you think about it because it's definitely i don't think we can label it it's just our sound what we what we make of it but yeah. if you have to label it it's close to Alternative rockish.
0: All right, but then if we had to, okay. So we're trying to label it as alternative rockish. Yes. L- let's try and get deeper into that. What are your influences as the citywide?
2: Hmm.
4: Definitely. One of our favorite bands is uh, Foo Fighters. Definitely. Foo Fighters. You I must know.
3: say, I think all of us lean towards uh, a bit of a a rock kind of favorite. Uh, but coldplay killers, yeah, uh, there's actually all sorts of bands it's It's a difficult thing for me to um or sh- rather shall I say it's one of my least favorite things to to do the whole genre uh labeling thing uh-huh. because then you instantly feel you kind of have to stick to a certain mold, yeah, uh, which being an artist um is the last thing that you really want to do. you're trying to be creative or whatever, but um we had to come up with uh something close enough, and we felt. Uh, Because it's not straight only rock and roll, uh, there's a bit of an alternative edge and uh one or two people have said one one or two songs is adult contemporary but uh we feel that's more like a a, a dance move yeah <laughs>
0: adult contemporary please, yeah please. i feel like it's something you'd see it like strictly come dancing or yeah. something. yeah
3: we 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 definitely don't want to go down that road
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know i was actually having an insightful conversation with someone last week and i think it's very interesting and relevant to bring up with a band like yours who's just you know just over a year old. Um, And this person was actually saying to me, every single musician or artist at the end of the day has to be mainstream. Sure. Because at the end of the day, it is a business. Hmm. And as much as you want to express yourself, you have to sell and you have to look out at an audience and, you know, you have to be relevant in social media or popular culture. And that's how you get your word out there. And I was kind of, I was getting some parts of what they were saying, but I do feel like every single artist is unique and you have to respect and they have to embrace who they really are. Where do you guys side with that?
4: Well, definitely, if you, whatever industry you're in, if you want to start something, you can't write awesome songs and then no one knows about it. Yeah. Because then that doesn't help anything. You have to have that business type of. Brain as well, in a sense, to how you're going to promote your band, how you're going to promote your songs, how you're going to promote your gigs you're playing at, because in the end, you can be a band for like five years and still no one really knows about you. Yeah. And you can be out there in a few months if you do it right, if you connect with the right people, if you promote yourself in the right way. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Fred, what about you?
3: Um, yeah, it's, it's again, it's a, it's an interesting one because I think, um, for me it's you have to stay true to to yourself and mm. and uh, as an artist and at the same time um i think in south africa especially when you sort of at the place where we are now we booking our own shows and uh you kind of doing your own social media you're doing a lot of the stuff yourself yeah. um so you're very involved with the business side as well although um we now you know getting to the place where we can hopefully see that start changing yeah. but for me sometimes it's difficult to not get caught up in thinking more business than artist if you know what i mean okay um because i, I agree with you in the sense that if uh, if you if you go all arty about it and you write music that's that's just um uh, sort of for yourself. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not really something that you're focusing on only, um, uh, to get out there as a business side as well. Then you can, yeah, you can, I mean, let's just be real about it. Um, I don't know. The success factor might not be too fantastic. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we've, we've kind of got this thing that, you know, great songs will always be great songs. Okay. Um, So we try and, as a band, work very hard in uh, writing and in our live shows because nothing will beat a good song and a good live performance.
0: Yeah. So doesn't it kill you? You know, currently this is my relevant gripe. Doesn't it kill you when you're listening to a song and you hear that the lyrics are simply... I really, really, really like you and I want you. Do you want me? Do you want me to? And that is like a chart buster. (laughs) That's climbing up everywhere and that is hugely successful. As a musician, do you sit down and you go, really?
3: Yes. (laughs) To to put it simply, yeah. Because I'm kind (laughs) of doing it
0: on your behalf. How much work and how much time actually goes into, for example, flat planes?
4: Um, Actually, um, We've been a band for like you said a year and a half about now. But um actually before we actually started gigging, it was just me and Fred for almost eight months. Yeah. Where we didn't go out, we didn't gig or anything. Uh we didn't even went out there on social media. We just sat there, helped each other, wrote write the songs and everything. We made sure that we are ready before we go. We you don't want to just go out there and play something. So yeah. we, we actually do put a lot of effort into writing the songs, make sure the lyrics are correct. Even if you just change one word in the chorus, we, we are kind of perfectionist about what we write and how we yeah. write it and
0: everything else. You see now that, that says a lot about you guys and how seriously you take the industry. But more than that, I'm just now thinking how big your catalog is because eight months of just sitting and you want to focus on the quality of work that you're producing. How many sure. songs are we on now? Like, <laughs> well,
3: 15. we've yeah, we've got 15 so, songs ready. Yeah. Uh, ready to go. But, uh, yeah at the moment depending on on where we play and and so on that that always varies um i think it's crazy funnily enough flat plains is something that um i think the initial writing of flat plains we've obviously adapted it a lot as a band and yeah, so on definitely. uh but the initial writing was something like half an hour wow just over 20 minutes something like that um, yeah. and i find with a lot of the songs that actually uh seem to you know get good response um, isn't the one that you, you always going back to all the time, uh you know, chipping away. It's yeah. kind of, it's, it's almost just seems to appear. It effortlessly uh, just works. It just happens. Yeah. Um, and then obviously it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome to have, uh, the guys around in the band that I do, um, or that we are. Yeah. If you want to wear that, um, to, to put something together that, that, uh, yeah, we can come up with, with songs that we, we ourselves are proud about. Yeah.
0: So we were mentioning just a few moments before about how, you know, you two, Fred and Chris, you spent eight months really working on things, et etc et cetera, when it was just the two of you. But how did we actually go from Fred, Chris, Zan and Fish, just four random guys in their own different parts, to now forming The Citywide? What is that progress and process like? Where did you guys meet? How did you form?
4: Well, um, me and Fred actually met through a friend. Um, It was beginning of 2013, I think, or middle 2013. We went with a friend to Portable in Western Cape. Uh And uh, there, me and he met. And a few months after that, he's like, hey, Chris, I want to start this (laughs) band. Starting a band. Yeah. That's how it starts. Was it over
0: like a good dope and there was a sunset going, you know, like, you know what? Screw it, let's do it.
3: It was a sunset, but I think it was, I think it was KFC. <laughs> yeah, it was a Oh,
0: okay.
4: We had a box meal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what was that like though? That finally just taking that liberating decision to go, screw it, I'm doing it.
3: Uh for me it's it's actually something that um I've I, I kind of tried before um and yeah, early two thousand around there was in a band and, and uh I think, you know, everything seems to be timing. Mm-hmm. Um in the in the industry I don't know how it works, to be honest. I just sing and play guitar. I'm not gonna try and uh make as if I, I know how this all works. Mm-hmm. I love music and uh I've I've been fortunate to find now four good good mates who love music as well. Um and yeah, we, we thankfully love the sound, um, that, that we kind of bringing, um, really great drummer, Zan and, uh, Fish, uh, Fish. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, what everyone brings to the table is, is pretty awesome. And, and I think that's, that's kind of same as, as what I was saying about flat plains. Um, it almost just happened. It's the weirdest thing. Zan, um, and Chris, uh, knew each other before. Yeah. Um, and he, Chris actually invited Zan, um, and it just worked. And then Zan knew Fish. <laughs> yeah. So and awful. he, yeah. So it's, it's like who you know, sort of. But, uh, the second we, the four of us were in a room, uh, in rehearsal on a, yeah, a few weeks back, Monday night.
4: And, um, it just, it just happened. It's yeah. just when the timing
0: mm-hmm. is perfect and things yeah. just work out.
4: And actually, another, <clears throat> sorry, another funny thing is, um, Fish was actually the guy that gave me bass lessons when I was like in grade nine really yeah i bought my first bass and amp from him for like 900 bucks or something yeah and when he joined the band i'm like hey fish do do you remember me you you taught me to play bass and now you're playing guitar with me yeah that was pretty
0: but you know fred was in a band in the early 2000s uh what about you chris what's your background like
4: uh well uh me and zan were in a band with another friend uh found generation so that's just how me and um Zan met. He was the drummer. I was the bassist. Yeah. Didn't know um, each other before that, but we got to know each other in the band. And there's the thing, the bassist and the drummer always, they're, <laughs> they're like glue. They just, stick. yeah, they stick together. Yeah. So, uh, when we needed a drummer, I was immediately like, Hey, Zan, um, so you want to, you want to join? And he was like, Yeah, sure. And it just, it just worked. But that's kind of my background, just playing, um, with that band, and before that, it was just school, always playing, you know. Always been the musical. You, you and your friends always want to start a band, but it never really happens. You just, <laughs> you just yeah. have your garage brand, band practices dream. and stuff, yeah.
0: And so, l- let's actually talk about the dreams, uh, you know, and the perceptions you had of the industry versus the reality.
3: Wow. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a vast uh, space between those two. Um I must say for me I am a bit of a dreamer. So I'm I'm kind of at the place where I'm on uh, constantly um ten years ahead, five years ahead, um already touring with Foo Fighters or, or someone like that in my mind. Yeah. Um and then realizing, okay, back to um back to writing a song, back to rehearsal, back to playing wherever we can. Um I think the one thing we've we've realized is um hard work Uh, with this industry well anything i mean it's it's kind of stupid to think that you you don't have to work hard if you in a different industry but um as a musician yeah you need to be willing to to put in the the time and the work and and also not be fussy where you play when you're starting yeah Um, uh, so it's it's not
0: it's not as time for riders yet like we want a dressing room with Four no, light bulbs no no and <laughs> well, it's a
4: gig that doesn't pay, you say sure. You don't. You don't do it for the money. You do it because you love the music.
0: So is that how you guys are really pushing your name out there by going out there? Live performances are those key. Yeah, definitely.
3: definitely. And having uh, obviously things to sell, merch and things like that. Obviously, always helps. Mm. And uh, that that's only starting to slowly happen now. Um, very slowly, but it's <laughs> happening. Um, and uh, I think. If you're not you're not willing to to do the live performance thing, you know how else are you gonna kind of have that personal interaction with? You're kind of wanting people to to become, uh, let's say, you know, fans of the band. Uh-huh. And yet, if you're not willing to put the time in yourself as a band, how can you expect people to get into it? So, so we kind of enjoy playing live as well. Well, not kind of. No, that's we do. <laughs> that's um, our thing. And you know, moments like these, um, where we get to do a, a miniature road trip and come chat to you, and and uh, you know, it's all part of it. It's, yeah. It's uh, there's there's nothing that you you want to take away from it. Um. And uh, yeah, hopefully the the hard work factor doesn't
4: doesn't leave. Yeah. Anytime soon. But I can
0: only imagine how your very first get together as a citywide was. Yes. How was that?
4: That was awesome, actually. But yeah. stressful, yeah. Um, where was that? Because I'm sure it's yeah. different. Yeah. You know,
0: you've you've had your musical history before, but it's just something different yeah. about the dynamics of the band. Yeah. And you know, now you're out in public. You're not just sitting in a studio working on something. Sure. You're now out there, yeah. literally bearing yourself,
4: showcasing what you've gone on about to your friends. Yeah, all these past oh, oh did everything. you guys
0: really <laughs> build it up? Like you gotta come down. You gotta come and watch us. Yeah. yeah. And did we go without a hitch? Um, it
3: actually, it actually did. Um, maybe, uh, some of the friends who, who we've now unfriended because they didn't pitch. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but, uh, yeah, that's the other thing. You know, people are, they don't just go, come every time. Yeah. You, you've got to give them something to, to go and watch. Um, and, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but a lot of guys want to be a great band. Um, uh, but they, they just don't want to put the time in. And, um, like I said before, I mean, what beats a, a incredible live show? There's, there's
0: exactly, there's uh, something about the atmosphere. Absolutely. So just the energy around there.
3: We try and work very, very hard on that. And, uh, yeah, actually tonight is, uh, as a four piece now with mm-hmm. fish. Um, is the first, first show as a four piece, so wow. Um, that's gonna be pretty awesome.
0: So, okay, let's look back now. Best live performance ever for you guys was where
4: arcade for me, uh huh. Yeah, it was when we played at arcade, that was our first big, big kind of Friday night arcade empire. That was pretty insane. Afterwards, we were like, What just happened? we <laughs> <laughs> were yeah. just on a high,
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was awesome, I think yeah. it lasted
0: about three weeks. <laughs> Fred, do you echo that as us?
3: Absolutely. Um, that was really a, a, yeah, incredible night. And, um, it was awesome to see how many people that we had to refriend yeah. then because like, <laughs> this time, because now they were nice. Now and supporting they actually the guys. Like, oh, okay, it's arcade will come. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, it was awesome.
0: Listen, though, where can people get hold of you guys? Where can we find out where you'll be gigging? Well, How can we follow Fred's you? Well,
4: cell phone number is...
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seven. Let's put, his, let, let's put his street address as well. Just dial
3: seven. Yeah. <laughs> um, Facebook.com uh, forward slash the Citywide. That's, that's always... Uh, we put all our shows on there. Yeah. Um, that's probably, at this stage anyway, uh, the best way to, to see what we're up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter, the Citywide band. Um, and then um, sometimes... Some Instagram, even though I've got a face for radio, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, not true, but, uh, yeah, Instagram, uh, the citywide underscore.
4: Yeah. The citywide with that underscore thing, because the citywide has already taken, Damn, whoever <laughs> did that first. I think but, it's a plumbing company. Oh,
0: you know what? We'll just move past it swiftly because you guys are still on here and you guys are rocking it. All the best for the future, hey? Thank you very much. much. And I still, I think I will have to personally follow you just to find out what Fisher's real name is. Yeah, we, we, we'll accept your With a name like Fish friendship. Archer. I think I'll have to do some investigating myself yeah, yeah. we're still not here, so. yeah <laughs> I'm just saying you need to do stronger background checks who knows he could be like wanted in Argentina
4: he's got a weird beard but that's See? all I can
0: say that's how it starts it's yep. a new identity now I'm joking <laughs> I'm not trying to like break a band <laughs> up okay I'm just all nice here uh, Fred, Chris thank you guys so much for stopping by thank this you. morning thank you all the best for the citywide. wide eh? awesome awesome. so what in- that's a show done and dusted all like done already uh, and that's an hour I've gone past right here on cliffcentral.com Uh, thank you guys so much f- to my guests for stopping by this morning more especially thank you for listening it's always awesome Um, I'll see you later on has to Cliff Central turns one that's what it's all about at Movida tonight for our birthday party Uh, but until then how about next week Friday from 9am my name is Sia and I'll see ya
4: unreal uncensored unradio cliffcentral.com